In recent years, the realm of psychedelics has undergone a remarkable transformation from a once controversial and often marginalized subject to a rapidly expanding field of scientific research, medical exploration, and cultural discourse. Psychedelics are a class of substances that introduce altered states of consciousness, leading to profound sensory and perceptual experiences. Historically used by various cultures for ceremonial, spiritual, and therapeutic purposes, psychedelics such as psilocybin, LSD, and MDMA are now being reevaluated for their potential to treat a range of mental health conditions, including depression, anxiety, PTSD, and addiction. This renaissance of interest has spurred discussions about legal reform, ethical considerations, and the integration of traditional wisdom with modern scientific approaches, shaping the evolving landscape of psychedelics in medicine, psychology, and society at large. Good day to you all. So today's podcast is going to be a very, very interesting one. I have a lovely guest direct from San Diego, and I'd like you to present yourself and let the audience know a little bit about yourself, who you are, and, and the space you're in. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here uh, to talk with you today. Uh, my name is Kendall Love Walker. Most of my friends call me Love. And currently, and probably most importantly, I'm working as an integration coach. A lot of work is being done with relationships, couples and relationships, but I work with individuals as well. And organically just unfolded, I had been looking for some sort of an organization or foundation that really served the community to educate and support around experiences and microdosing as well as full full doses, taking like a vision quest. And there wasn't anything available in San Diego. So I decided to to found something myself and bring the community together. So it's a very slow growing foundation, but the people are starting to find each other. And I think it's important. Community is really important where all of this is concerned. I'm also a full-time student. I just started grad school a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact. And that's uh, as a psychology student, that's really integrating well with the work that I'm doing with psychedelics. So it's an exciting time. Uh, a lot of new chapters opening and tapping into a lot of my past experience in education. So it's all just sort of fluid. It's very fluid. Agreed. And, and again, like I think we're feeling this high rise in demand into this kind of space where people are looking for mediums to basically connect and resource with each other, bring the anxiety levels down and all aspects of life, just to have a more harmonious life, which is something that we all desire, right? So this is something that brings about the conversation about, you know, the, the entheogens and like, what, what was your personal experience with entheogens? I, I know you're, you're, you're now with the San Diego uh, Psilocybin Society, and maybe you can also explain your mission statement afterwards. Yeah, so... How that all came to be, my first experience was, you know, my very early 20s, like many of us, I was introduced to them in more of a party setting or just a social setting and had mushroom tea. However, going into that evening, if you've had mushrooms, you know how that can completely shift things for your perspective and just your viewpoint. So I came out of that night really seeing the world and the people very differently and didn't think much of it. It just kind of, I processed it and then went about my life 
and just a few years ago had been dealing with uh, generalized anxiety, which wasn't something that had ever been a dynamic for me. So it came up a little bit out of nowhere. My history, my education, a few years even before that, was all under holistic medicine. And that gave me a different perspective around how the body heals and what we need to actually combat any kind of distress or disease that is in our body. And I suppose like the 101 of health, which is diet and exercise, stress management, for me, meditation was also a really an important dynamic in this generalized anxiety, this realm that I was dealing with. I was very anti-Western medicine. So hearing that mushrooms helped with this, I decided to pursue getting mushrooms and making capsules to microdose. And I followed the every third day schedule and was very intentional with it. The big picture here is to understand that the microdoses themselves did their job. And as I was working with them, it was really important to me that I was also being very intentional and mindful around recognizing what I was being taught through the plant medicine. And the job that I was at didn't serve me and the relationship that I was in it wasn't aligned for me and our work was finished like that chapter had closed but yet I was still very active in these dynamics of my life so fast forward like on the integration process after I had microdosed um, and recognized these changes I actually was proactive and I made the changes in my life that shifted me leaving that job closing that chapter to that relationship and through me being proactive in those decisions as well as the microdosing the journaling I was doing all of that added up to healing my anxiety that I was experiencing the last I always love saying that the last time I had an anxiety attack was in 2015 when I decided to uh, heal with the mushrooms yeah you get your life back that's how I felt like I was normal again in a sense you know yeah and and it's it's really interesting and fascinating because we who have lived this experience we have this connection and this new reality that we discovered however we also have a hard time understanding it and have a hard time also trying to make sense of it because it's not it's nothing that is taught to us in school it's nothing that uh, you know or peers have have explained to us there's a lot of stigma around it especially in the past few decades and and whatnot so it's all like a new self discovery uh using a substance that is you know something that you can't really make heads or tails about it because it's not common use so it's very interesting how your experience and hearing you and hearing how you've evolved but at the same time we're we're still how do you explain it, right? How do you explain it to those out there? And how can we make it make sense to them without necessarily starting to paint a picture of like, you know, these myths or stories that we hear a lot in mainstream. And um, that also brings me to one of the facets, which, which I believe is very helpful is doing these kind of conversations, having these kind of podcasts and, and whatnot. And on that note as well, from what I understand, you also had or you still have your podcast that I believe that you have and wanting to know a little bit more about what motivates you and what are you looking towards to achieve? Like, how are you going to help spread the word? 
Yeah, I love this question. Since I fell into all of this just very naturally, like it was just one facet of my life, one chapter of my life kind of unfolded. And as it was closing, another was opening that fed off of all of the things that I had learned and experienced and went through and how I was growing myself. And so in founding the San Diego Psilocybin Society, it was just this very intimate and close-knit like small group of people where we were meeting in my living room or at one of those, the homes of one of the individuals who was coming, there's like maybe a dozen of us. And, um, and then of course the pandemic hits and, and that kind of alleviates a lot of the connection that we were making. And so over this last, I would say about this last year, it's something that I started to consider everybody's got a podcast you know I even have another one around relationships but with the with psilocybin which has been this passion of mine since I healed my own anxiety I wanted it to be not just another not just another platform to share all of this basic information that we are getting from so many different outlets you know there's a lot of people jumping on this bandwagon and wanting to be a part of this and at the same time, just wanting to capitalize off of it and isn't really, the alignment isn't there really for the healing and for the people. And I think education is important, harm reduction, understanding contraindications, like these are aspects of things that we need to know about. We also need to understand who is going to be training me as a therapist, as somebody who wants to help the communities and, and help the, the people support their healing journeys, who's educating me to say that I'm credible for you when I'm not of an indigenous community. I'm, those are the real wisdom keepers, right? The, this is where we really need to be looking. And so I thought this is an opportunity for me to share this and help people to understand that we need to go above and beyond what Western medicine is doing. The scientists and these researchers and these doctors, all of this is very important, but this ancient sacred plant medicines these even these chemicals that have so much power and benefit for us medically we need to understand the lineage and where they're rooted and how we need to like maintain the sanctity of these modalities for healing and respect them you know and so the podcast is a platform for me to motivate me for one to educate myself and ex continue to expand my knowledge it's like a never-ending journey right so I get an opportunity to do that and then this platform allows me to very gracefully share what I'm learning for myself to pass that on so then in hopes that someone else will share what they heard and maybe slowly we can start to change minds around how this looks squash that stigma let's get rid of it let's educate the communities and let's help them understand that this isn't what what we were told it was you know 30 40 50 years ago I think I need to humble myself I need to check in with myself on occasion just to remember that I am still a student of this and forever will be a student to understand this and continue to grow with it I also feel like your podcast is an amazing platform for people to share their experiences because now this is relatable, right? So individuals who come on and discuss all these different dynamics around what they've experienced or 
perhaps something that no one's even ever thought of. I think uh, you had, I can't remember the name, you talked about magic and the psychedelics. And that kind of blew my mind. That was something that like, it's in my life on almost a regular basis, but nothing that I would ever have even considered discussing, you know, to share with other people. Yet there are other people out there who are experiencing similar, you know. So I want to share the research. I want to share uh, the studies and, and what's coming up. But I also want to share about harm reduction, contraindications. I want to share about dynamics like synthesia. Like we experience this. We've got individuals, many artists and musicians experience synthesia without psychedelics. But this is something that we it would be something really interesting to talk about. You know, it's like a blank canvas <laughs> to learn and share, I think. Yeah, it's really an interesting time in history right now, considering from my research and from all my the level of interest that I have with all of this, understanding that this is not something that's new. This is something that's been around for, you know, thousands of years. I mean, this, these are not new tools and not new mediums that we're that, that exists for, for human consumption and human use. And actually, in, in the time of the Greeks and whatnot, there's so much information. And even to the point where some people are starting to uh, theorize that this is probably the cause of human evolution and how the stoned ape theory and all that good stuff. So it's really fascinating how we can go from, you know, like you were mentioning before, what would be interesting is the squashing the stigma and make people understand that there's true benefit in these substances, in these plant medicines. However, one thing that's very interesting to note as well, especially in, in, in our time and in our day and age, it's that there's always going to be someone out there or some entity out there that's always going to try to make sure that this stays hidden somewhere. Something that I've been noticing personally is that fear helps you sell products, right? So if we keep people in a modality of fear, then obviously we're going to be able to sell a lot more products and services. And it's all about, you know, the next quarter and the KPIs and all this good stuff. And I'm starting to understand that now with this, uh, with the advent of psychedelics, we can start to help people reduce fear, reduce anxiety, become more mentally strong, and eventually be able to make the proper decisions and and create a community that is a lot more mentally sound and safe. So that for me is it would be pretty much my my go-to thing now and especially you know nothing else really makes sense to me anymore especially after having so much experience with um, psychedelic substances. I mean I don't the corporate lifestyle doesn't make sense to me anymore. I mean it's just like we need to help people we need to help the community. We need to reduce the stress, make people, you know, stop thinking about like dark thoughts and whatnot and, you know, really help out the community. So that's kind of like my mission statement with this podcast. So and I'm appreciative, of course, of hearing your story and, and, and understanding that this is something that you're also in the search and in in the path to, to doing from your end as well. And we need more of us. You know, there's a lot more. Uh, need <laughs> I think there's it's it's a growing systematic event that's happening with a lot of people with anxiety and uh, we need to we need to find ways and tools and share so yeah uh, heal anxiety do you have any tips to share yeah I well you know it's it's funny because I feel like the motto uh, that I've carried with me for years and years and have really kind of adopted it into the SDPS and how I go about things with that is that it is, uh, it's never just one thing that ails us, 
It's never just one thing that heals us. So we have to remember that um, I like to say this is and is not a magic pill, almost literally, because you're collaborating with the plant medicine. You're cla- and I'm, I'm talking, I'm going to just say that I'm talking about psilocybin because that's where all of my education is, where I've researched what I, I know about. I appreciate and respect all the other psychedelics. I just don't have the education to speak on them. But to say that whatever you're using, whatever you're utilizing, even Western medicine, and I'm, it's not for me, um, I, I don't really appreciate prescription meds. I have a lot to say about that that I'll refrain from. But anything that you utilize to heal any aspect of yourself, and let's talk about anxiety for a second. It's very common. You've got to remember that you're collaborating with the plant medicine. You're collaborating with the mushrooms and that this is not your employee. So as the mushroom is going to do her work, you must also do yours. You have to be proactive. You've got to recognize, I'm not happy in my job. Okay, so what is that going to take? I need to think about how I'm going to move on to something that has more passion, that feeds my soul. And what's the first step in that? Getting a new job. What comes before that? Well, considering your resume, what comes before that? So you have to peel back these layers and recognize that the healing journey isn't just taking a pill and going on about your life and not making any changes. It is never just one thing that ails us. We did not get here overnight. These things, this anxiety came from, many, it was rooted in many different things that built a foundation that you're now carrying with you over all this time. It's never just one thing that heals us. We have to understand that it's going to take, number one, time and patience with ourselves to be easy and graceful with ourselves and to take these small steps. And then every little step, you're going to at some point come to, you're going to make enough leeway on your healing that you're going to be able to look back and see a difference at some point. But you've got to be patient until you can get there. I have been an advocate of when I work with, when I, as a coach, when I work with my clients to help them remember that these things take time and a lot of energy and work and that doing the work, facing the shadows of yourself, that all of this is going to add up. This is like taking your power back in so many ways. If you're out to heal your depression or heal your anxiety or your PTSD or whatever ails you, and this feels like the right modality for you to utilize, just remember that there it's going to be many different things that are going to be accompanying the psychedelic. It's not just going to be this fix-all that you can take and then figure out, okay, that's all I had to do. Because your anxiety will return. Your depression will resurface if you aren't making changes in your life. You know, I think that may be one facet of why antidepressants don't work for so many either. You know, there's change really needs to be about a spectrum of things. Agreed, agreed. And and again, this is a a really interesting aspect going into this space, into this new environment where there's... uh, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of podcasts, a lot of books written about this stuff, but there's still the practice or the the service aspect to collaborate and to help people who are getting into the space. As you said, the work is really crucial. And of course, like anything, it, you know, even, you know, working out, I mean, you know, you got to lift those weights and you got to run that, you know, treadmill. So, 
something has to be taken into consideration so it's not a it's not a one pill fix kind of a aspect so on that note Kendall love i really appreciate uh having you i look forward to more of these podcasts hopefully in the future and co collaborating with you um in in many different aspects i'm sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that we still can cover and talk about and uh inform people out there so on that note I've had a, an amazing time with you and um, looking forward to sharing some more moments in the, in the near future. Absolutely. I'd love to have you on my podcast as well. Thank you, Sergio. I am so excited for the work you're doing. I appreciate you being out there. Thank you. We'll be talking soon. Bye-bye. The once stigmatized substances are now being studied rigorously for their therapeutic effects, offering promising avenues for addressing mental health challenges that have long eluded conventional treatments. Creating these kinds of conversations from East Coast to West Coast and beyond has allowed me to bring these topics of conversation to light in a medium that we can all share and discuss together in a free and open-minded format. Let us continue to explore more avenues of conscious awareness. Till next time.